Welcome to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, founder and attorney at Melden Law. Welcome to the show. We got uh, a terrific guest with us who's going to uh, tell us a lot about uh, what's going on in Ocala and Marion County and how we can help some of our veterans uh, who are in need. And uh, it's going to be really good. A uh, couple other things we want to go over. Uh, what's going on uh, in the community. Uh, the Gator basketball team is doing great. Uh, they narrowly lost to a terrific uh, Kentucky team Saturday, January 6th. And it was fun uh, to uh, in the beginning of the game because we were handily beating them. And we were beating them in the second half and then uh, the wheels fell off the last three minutes. But uh, we we lost by two points. It was a valiant effort, and uh, the Gators uh, are going to surprise people because we have four top-notch players that are 6'10 and, and taller, and they really dominate on the boards, and it's fun to watch. Uh, it's a great team to watch. We've got a good balance, and uh, the Gators are coming on strong. Uh, we're actually giving away um, some packages for the um, basketball games coming up uh, on our Facebook page, Meldon Law. Um, we have a Fan Fest January 27th at the O-Dome from uh, 10.30 till 12. Um, and you can go spin to win. We uh, had a great time uh, this past week. Tons of people showed up uh, because um, they wanted to win, and everybody wins uh, some Gator swag. So come and have a, a really good time. Uh, one of the other things that's going on in the very same building, the arena, the Odom, is uh, the Lady Gator Gymnastics. For those of you that don't know, the gymnastics team is loaded with potential Olympic stars. It's uh, uh, the Gator gymnastic team came in second last year in the whole country to Oklahoma. They lost in the finals by one-tenth of one point, which in gymnastics means it was pretty darn close. And uh, the Gators are um, uh, rocking again this year. We don't have Trinity Thomas, but we got lots of other stars that are stepping up. And uh, you're going to see an amazing show. Of all the events, uh, football, basketball, baseball, um, the number one demand for tickets is for gymnastics. And I think the reason is is because... Uh, we have such high-caliber talent here, and it's Olympic caliber. Uh, there's five meets. However, only three of them are uh, with uh, SEC competition, and the SEC is really incredible. So uh, we've got uh, some giveaways for every game. Every, or every, they call them matches, excuse me. For every match. We have uh, some great giveaways. Um, the uh, we we do the giveaways on our Facebook page, Melden Law and Friends. I'm sorry, Melden Law. Just go to Melden Law Facebook, 
and you'll see uh, lists of all the different competitions um, that occur. I think the uh, first match is January 12th, and the, there's another home match January 26th. So uh, check it out. If you all haven't been to a gymnastics event, uh, do it. It's a blast. Um, so we're giving away free tickets for basketball, free tickets for uh, the gymnastics events, and uh, we're coming into the baseball season pretty soon, so pay attention to that. A um, couple other things. Um, our The law firm wants to thank everybody out there for helping Meldon Law grow in 2023. We're really, um, we had our best year ever. We helped more people uh, with uh put their lives back together after they were involved in serious crashes. And we take that responsibility very seriously. Uh, we love our clients and we rely on our clients to uh, uh, help us uh, get good referrals from other folks uh, after we've uh, worked with them and helped them uh, resolve their personal injury cases. Many times they're life-changing they change the dynamic of the family because most folks, we we get by, we've got everything coordinated in a way to, uh, you know, uh, take it from, you know, one day to another. And when uh, all of a sudden that's turned upside down by a crash and you lose your car, you're injured, you're going to doctors, you've got all this stuff on top of what your ordinary routine was it can really uh, throw a wrinkle in the family dynamic. So we take, uh, we, we're aware of that. We take it seriously and we try uh, to help. Uh, what I can tell you is that without doubt, we have the best team members uh, in North Central Florida as far as getting great results for you. We did statistics and we know that uh, we get double uh, uh, on our cases compared to the uh, big box firms uh, on average. So that's an interesting statistic. Why is it that we uh, get more? I believe it's because of the quality of our team members and uh, the attention that we pay to each and every case. So if you're ever in need, call Meldon Law. I promise you the uh, you'll get the Ritz-Carlton experience as far as uh, uh, our team members and how they uh, interact with everybody that needs help. Uh, we're getting ready to uh, go to our first break. And again, I want to thank everybody for an amazing 2023. Uh, we had a blast and it was really um, uh, terrific having Meldon Law and Friends as our, our, our podcast uh, allow us to bring to you People within the community have who are doing important things. Uh, the folks that we try to bring on will uh, help make you aware of, number one, what good things are going on, and number two, what can you do uh, to get involved and help those causes that resonate with you. So we're going to be back in three minutes on Melden Law and Friends. Jeffrey, 
doing? Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melden Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Melden Law, we won't back down. I was going down a one-way street and a girl that was driving her car T-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to carry allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was going to see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're going to have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melden Law. Your consultation is absolutely free. I was driving behind a lady, and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road, and when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melton fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Call Melton Law right now. And I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Melden because you're going to need help, and they will help you. Call Melden Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey. <gasps> you you again. again. Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! Somebody Here we go again. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I've got uh, a great friend uh, with us today, Jason White, who is uh, with a group, uh, Warriors, uh, Warrior Wheels Foundation, and we're going to get into more of that uh, later on, but uh, I'd like to say hello. How are you doing today, Jason? Good, good, and thank you so much for having me on here and, and just being a part of this and you know, making new friends, right? I know, and it's cool. We're here at Spurrier's yeah. Grill. i never been here before, so I walked in, and I'm thinking, this is a nice high class and sports. If you can't mix, you can't get a better mix than that. Yeah, museum and uh, and great food. I'm telling you, they really have been working hard. They've been open two years here now. Wow, wow! And they got this set up in here, so you yeah. Can't so be we in. have our own podcast room. So behind us are all the helmets that Steve Spurrier uh, has accumulated uh, wow. over the years. So he's a so, collector for sure. Well, he's got a connection. He either coached the team or played on. Oh yeah, there every you go. One, every one of those. Um, helmets up there so Absolutely. they aren't just a collect it isn't just like yeah. collecting helmets it's like i was involved I was, with this yeah, team exactly okay. so it's pretty impressive anyhow um jason i know that uh you're a veteran uh i'd like to start off by just kind of telling your story uh you know i know uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh what your experience was uh as a vet and 
uh, we'll move on from there. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I tell a lot of people I like to, uh, you know, kind of start from the beginning and, and, and really when it comes down to it is, yeah, I'm a Marine of 10 years. Uh, I went in 2004 and, and got out 2014, but, uh, you know, my life and my journey didn't really start there, right? Uh, I'm a foster kid too. So, you know, I had that as a part of me and that really, you know, I would say led me and, and helped design me into who I was because it was a big part of my life. And I had amazing people who adopted me when I was five who happened to be a fellow Marine, my father. So, and then, you know, but, you know, I, I had that life and then was raised by a really military family, supportive, patriotic family. And there's nothing else for me to do, but, you know, I got to be the best of the best, right? You know, so, and uh, right after high school, you know, I moved here to Florida in the middle of high school, basically, but I went right in the Marine Corps. There was no other choice. I wanted my hair cut short. I wanted to have those dress blues on. And uh, I tell people this, and it's it's true. At, at points to me, a lot of people ask, why did you go join the military? Why, why, why did you join the Marine Corps? A part of it was I thought I was going to run away from the things that, you know, affected me my whole life. But the biggest thing the Marine Corps taught me was facing that stuff head on. And that's been a driving factor in, in the success of just the things I've been, been able to be a part of and, and you know, my, myself, my family, my children. So, you know, that's, that's really, that goes to there, you know. Then, you know, after a couple of years of training, not even really, went right overseas. Where, where did you serve at? I ran, well, I was, I was actually stationed in 210, uh, which was uh, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. So all my 210 and, and Marines out there in Camp Lejeune, you know, were better than the than California. I'd like to say that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I deployed with them. Amazing group of people. I, a lot of them I still have, we, you know, communicate today. I deployed a second time with them, and that's when I got injured. So, uh, I was, you know, uh, what what was what was your experience like, you know, before you got injured? What were the, what was the day to day routine like? Oh, you know, being deployed, it was con it was consistently active. You're on, on patrols, or you know, you don't have much downtime. You're in like you know, you're in the fob, or you're on patrols. You know, when you're in the Marine Corps, when I was motor T when I went in, it was constant training for deployment. You know, that back then, it was 04, we're on consistent rotations for deployment, and so many units were. So it was, you know, we'll work up, training for deployment, deploy. Come back from deployment, a couple months maybe, of a little bit of just downtime, and then right back into another rotation of training, right back to deployment, you know, so... What are some of the uh, stressors that you have to encounter when you're uh, stationed overseas in Iraq? Uh, you know, there's so many. The stimulus is, you're trained. You're, we're trained to always have our head on a swivel. But, you know, the stressors, I could, I could label a lot of things from being concerned about, you know, the combat situations you might come into. But I'll tell you stuff that a lot of people don't talk about is, the consistency of having to shut off your feelings about what's at home, about what's going on at home or who's at home. And because that causes a separation in our mentality as, as veterans from when we come home, it makes it really hard to be home, right? So combat's a huge stressor and there's so many, come, so many things that come with it. But a lot of the things that led me into the mental health and helping and grow programs and treatment was realizing that 
there's so many other things that really cause those variables of our interactions when we come home and how we may be. You know, I didn't have it very easy when I came home and I didn't make it easy on myself either. So, you know, I, 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 I say I, I fell on my face. You know? Well, in, 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 you know, when you're deployed and you're in an active military situation, uh, the skills necessary to survive in that situation are much different than, say, you know, coming back to Ocala and hanging yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah, Ocala, <laughs> slow Cala, as they call it. I love it, and it's growing fast, but it is. Luckily, though, coming back to this community... I had so much support. I couldn't throw a rock, and you cannot throw a rock around here without being next to another veteran or first responder or family member of, or is this a simple patriot, right? This is a really amazing, supportive community with a lot of organizations and or just groups of people that are there to support you. And I had a lot of support, even through my hardest times. And, and I think that's a good point because uh, your mission right now is to make sure that uh, others have that same kind of support. Absolutely. Yeah. Warrior Wheels is an amazing opportunity I got to be a part of. And um, it started, you know, unfortunately with the loss of a close friend in the community, became part of the 22 a day, committed suicide. And um, what the 22 a day, that's how many veterans. Yeah, that's uh, that's that that's been like a promotable uh, statement that's been kind of out there for years about the 22 veterans a day that commit suicide. And and there's a lot of different talk on the different variables to those numbers, which it is, you know, there's a lot of unreported numbers. But, you know, in terms, you know, saying that that's he became part of the 22. What was your state of mind when you returned to uh, the States? I was confused. I was, uh, I didn't want to get out of the Marine Corps. So because of my injuries and don't get me wrong, I'm blessed. I, uh, I was medically retired, but I just didn't know what else to do. I didn't have any mission of, I didn't want to go work at a glass company that I go worked at. I didn't want to work at the con concrete company that I went to work at. It wasn't stimulating enough. And I knew that I was destined for to be able to at least do more things i'd rather go you know own my own business and mow lawns than you know build concrete all day at least i i have something i can run as a whole structure i can be a part of or it can be a part of me right and it was hard to find that with community businesses or just kind of getting back in the workforce so really uh tell us a little bit uh of what you did getting back uh from uh, Iraq, and uh, I, I understand that uh, you were injured, so it wasn't your choice to return. But yeah. uh, you know, they said, "Son, you put in ten years. You've done your, you've done more than enough, and uh, you know you're injured, so you need to uh, you know go back home." So that that in and of itself must have been a huge uh, kind of adjustment for you. It was because I I. I knew as soon as my reenlistment came that I was stationed in Quantico, Virginia, that I knew that my career was about over because they would not send me to Quantico, Virginia, <laughs> you know, if my career wasn't over. And I had a couple of choices on where I wanted to go, you know, um, but it was the best thing for me. And I think, you know, the people that helped make that decision during my reenlistment, because like I was reenlisted, I signed reenlistment and then I got injured. So Whoever, how, or however that got changed, I think it was, you know, the best for me. I was 
not physically all the way processed. You know, I, I, I was hit by a double stack anti-tank mine. I didn't lose any limbs, but, you know, being right on top of that explosion and the TBI, the traumatic brain injury I suffered, you know, it, it wasn't easy to transition, you know. You know, it's interesting you bring up, you know, TBI because as personal injury attorneys, people that are in bad crashes experience TBI all the time. And they don't even recognize it. Well, it's invisible, right? It's yeah. the invisible injury, right? Because yeah. um, when uh, after World War One and World War Two, they called it shell shock, shell I shock. think, yep. right? And then football players, you know, the NFL players and other players, um, there is a big uh, lawsuit about traumatic brain injury from being hit over and over and right. over again. And I think the uh, NFL and college sports and high school sports have responded to that. Absolutely. It affects everything about your life, your cognitive abilities. You know, I didn't know that I was stuttering when I was talking, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that when I would walk around a room and I needed to go around the corner of the room, I, I felt like I was going around it, but I would consistently hit my left side. So somehow there was distortion in my perception. And that got better, yes, over time. But I also spent a couple solid years going through, like, you know, counseling and treatment, particularly for traumatic brain injury and PTSD. So... I was able to kind of heal in ways, but it still affects me, of course, you know. My memory's not the greatest. <laughs> well, you're doing pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah, I write a lot of stuff down yeah, now. I know. It still looks so, like it's written in grand. Hey, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, no, it's interesting because um, TBI, PTSD, uh, I think is all related and that since it's uh, invisible, right, uh, it's different than, you know, you, you break your arm, you got a broken arm, you go to the doctor and they, you know, put you back together and hopefully the arm works pretty good and yeah, stuff right. like that. But it's physical, you can see it, and you, you kind of know what it is. Exactly. With TBI and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and all that, um, I think now people... Uh, recognize that it's not just something made up. It's not, and a lot of people don't realize either, depending on the severity of the TBI or the location of the trauma to the brain, it can affect these different behaviors, you know, and, and someone can just not be the same. Frontal load damage, you know, their cognitive decision-making choices are, you know, are, are majorly affected. So you got... You know, that that's where everybody gets this, like, you know, they came back different. Well, in many ways, they absolutely, they are. They are, 100%. These well, people. look, our, our lives are, are based on our experiences in life, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you got lucky at age five, right? You yeah. found somebody that loved you and uh, was, you know, took you in and, you know, you became part of their family. Yeah, you know, exactly. not every foster child gets that. No, they don't. No, so many of them age out. You know, I had been, I've, I've been blessed along my journey, even through the struggling, most struggling times I've had and the trauma that I've dealt with, which is why we, I continue to do what I do with the crisis intervention and, 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 and the, the, with Warrior Wheels Foundation is because, there's, there was, you know, beside all this trying to figure out a life and business and do what I'm going to do, I needed to figure out a way to stay active and culturally, culturally, you know, stay within that community and, and have a purpose and mission. And 
being a Marine, I had a given mission. And that's what that was, you know, Semper Fi, always faithful, you know what I mean? Do or die, that's <laughs> what it is. And I, I'll always be a Marine, but I, you know, good friends, fellow veterans that have I've been through treatment with or helped grow treatment programs, and we learn from each other, you know, they, they consistently, you know, say that creating and having that new mission is what drives you. And that really what drove me was kind of how can I give back and from building the crisis intervention programs or, or handling crisis intervention for the community and counties surrounding and to the stuff like Warrior Wheels, which is a little more fun. And we get to go on bike rides <laughs> and give away vehicles and raise funds. So, Well, let's talk about it. So uh, tell us about your transition yeah. uh, from, you know, coming back, spending a couple of years kind of, you know, readjusting and trying to survive. Yeah. Uh, and how did you get involved with uh, – you know, warrior wheels and the other things that you're doing. You know, that's great because I, it really stemmed out of being lost, not knowing what to do at dead end jobs, being also like have an entrepreneurial spirit and motivated for other things. But I fell on my face. But the thing was, I fell on my face in my own struggles. I was already volunteering from amazing organizations in the community in Ocala I was on the board for a local organization. We put a new veterans building and resource building in Ocala, and and I was donating my time. I met some other great individuals out of the out of the villages. David from Combat Vets to Careers, and I was luckily to kind of be forced and, and brought in. And hey, come on, let's go. You ain't got nothing else to do, so volunteer my time to be a part of the the community and and giving back and seeing what these organizations were doing. But again, I fell on my face through that. I had a hard divorce and a hard structure of, you know, really in the midst of being lost. And then that bridge of gap, when I fell on my face and I needed support, I had the same exact people that came to me and said, let's go. We're going to make this happen. We're going to pick you up. You're going to pick yourself up. And that's exactly what happened. So that led to me actually going out to Texas and I was at a treatment program called Camp Hope and it was designed by combat vets for combat vets. And then from there, it was, it was just, it was magic. You know, I never dealt with treatment. I've been in mental health and in and, and these capacities for years in, in different areas, but it was nothing like that. I never experienced that kind of support and treatment so internal, which led to me basically supporting their organization and growing chapters. And then, you know, helping a sister organization of theirs growing that while I was doing crisis intervention, and we, I took a call for a local veteran, Terry. Oh, so you were helping with crisis intervention. Yeah, I was literally handling, I was their chapter, you know, director here for, for the foundation and through the county, you know, if they need support during, you know, times of vets or first responders in crisis, I'm there. Whether they get the call first or I get it first, I'm there to prevent the suicides, to do it de-escalations and then get them directly to treatment. Well, we took a call, and, and, and fortunately, Terry passed. Terry's family wanted that bike to be given away, and like I said before, they asked me to continue to be a part of that. So at that time, you know, I was pretty much, you know, healed in a capacity. I was able to start giving back, and and it was a lot to do crisis intervention. It still is. We still do the programming. We have a program, sister program with uh, Project Rebirth. It handles a lot of our treatment access, but... uh you know, we just decided to kind of grow it. 
and then grow it. So from one vehicle to a motorcycle to 14 plus vehicles to now our support with Soldier Girl Coffee Company with the Soldier Girl Coffee Company presents coffee cars and cigars with Warrior Wheels Festival May 18th in the villages at the polo field. We're able to now give back. And this is one of our biggest events supporting villagers for veterans, Ashley's house. And like it hasn't, you know, I tell people it has nothing to do with me. I'm a conduit. I was just being able to be around amazing people that help make amazing things happen. And it's a way to be a part of the community and expand through, you know, some very serious programming and some very fun programming. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. So we've got um, Warrior Wheels Foundation. Um, So let's uh, tell everybody who's uh, watching and listening what the program is. So Warrior Wheels Foundation, um, you can visit on mywarriorwheels.com. Thank you, uh, Steve Condit from Simply Web. He's donating that opportunity for us to get the web recreated. But uh, we donate. Our purpose is we're dedicated to providing the freedom of the ride. We donate motorcycles and other vehicles to vets and first responders while raising support and awareness for other amazing causes. And then within that, we have that crisis program where people can call and we can provide them the services or the county and the state, essentially, representatives, EMT, fire departments, they can call us to help assist with the treatment access, the de-escalation services, crisis intervention responses, you know, and stuff like that. So whenever there's um, a, a vet who's in need, yeah, right, your mission is to help them get through their crisis. Uh, right away. With no delay. I mean, if we have to, we now we have other amazing organizations that we team up with. So if someone's in Orlando and, and I'm the closest one, I'm driving right away. If someone's in Ocala, I'm the closest one. If someone's in like Tampa or something, Brian Sims or something from Project Reap, he's right there, right? If I don't care if you're across the country, we're going to call our partners and someone's going to be at your door within minutes, you know, work, there's be representatives and we, you know, we work with a lot of amazing organizations to kind of fill that gap between, um, being on the response. So, well, um, let's talk about, um, what are some of the things you do when say a vet's just despondent because of uh, financial, uh, situation or, um, we're not, not able to find work, things like that. Is there anything that you can do to help? Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of organizations. You go online and fill out a request for resources. Absolutely. We can get you those, get you those resources, supporting organizations to do that. The number one thing we're going to do is we're going to sit down with you face-to-face, especially if it's dire need, right? I mean, if you're wanting to hurt yourself you know i hate to say it like that but that's the truth we're going to be at your doorstep period we're going to talk it through figure out the right route but that's the first thing we do first thing we do is face-to-face communication let's build a plan let's talk let's banter let's learn about each other and what is the best route because you know if i don't know you you don't know me and you don't know the therapist you're just got to appointment with you got to talk it through to figure it out so what agencies are out there in marion county in particular that help folks that, you know, they need jobs, they need a place to live, they're, you know, lost. Absolutely. You know, um, one an amazing group I like to really shout out is um, VetNet. When it comes to business and employment services, VetNet is there for our veterans in the community to not only 
you know, be entrepreneurial spirited, but access to employment outside of just, you know, go get a job here. Let me connect you. Let me network with you. Right. Make um, an introduction. Exactly. So, so that you're going in there and whether you get the job or not, the folks are going to be engaging and nice to you and give you a listen. And you know what? That's the thing. I think it was a huge separation between COVID did a great thing for our veteran culture, veteran first responder culture. So many people operated independently, but when you force them to stay inside, now they're forced to communicate to get outside. And when they did that, they built huge networks of individuals, especially within our culture of vets and first responders to, to network with and partner with. And, you know, right now there, I mean, there's so many, that's, that's the mission though. That, for a lot of organizations, so many of us are tying together and saying, how do we support each other or be there to support you in your program? And that's one of the things we did with the Project Rebirth. So I want to read this to our listeners. Uh, the Warrior Wheels Foundation is uh, dedicated to providing freedom for veterans and first responders by donating motorcycles and vehicles, as well as raising support, awareness, and funds for other um, amazing causes. Uh, and you, you're now the president of Warrior Wheels, and that uh, you're the owner of the Warrior brand. And yes. the Warrior brand consists of the Warrior Line podcast, yeah. uh, uh, the Warrior Rethrift, and the Warrior Service Corps. And these companies are dedicated to providing employment and business ownership opportunities uh, to all of the vets. Uh, in particular, you focus in on uh, Marion County and the villages. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Marion County was you know where we first kind of started with that. And now we're expanding and opening our chapters out to all parts of Florida and Texas and, and, and you know, really kind of pushing that out there. We want to really provide more support. Well, I know you have this big event coming up. Let's talk about the event and oh, what yeah. folks that are uh, listening can do to help. Well, by all means, we, are, we have an a, a amazing sponsorship and community partnership package that is, uh, you know, reflects the event and, and, and um, what we're going to be doing there. But we're shooting for 500-plus vehicles from cars, trucks, Jeeps, motorcycles to, yes, it's the villages, so golf carts is a plus. <laughs> they have some snazzy golf yeah. carts there, man. Uh, I got, we got cool <laughs> classes for the golf carts to be in. You know, we have some amazing bands. We got some veterans coming in to do some music, too. And then we're going to be donating a vehicle to a local female veteran. Again, all the funds are raised to support Villagers for Veterans Ashley's House and, and that beautiful program. And Carrie, again, Soldier Girl Coffee is partnered to be able to help make this, you know, this a happen. So, well, okay, so let's tell everybody where is it going to be? The Villages Polo Fields. Okay. Uh, May eighteenth. Right. That's what an, day of the week is it? Oh, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. There you go. It's Saturday. <laughs> I, I, that's an easy guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marine though. If it's not written down, I'm... no, so, absolutely. And so it's gonna. You're gonna have um, uh, like a big festival with music, so, food. Yeah, the, the military heritage, uh, Florida military heritage group is gonna help support the the military old military heritage displays vehicles. We're shooting for over 300 plus vendors, you know, and uh, like I said, the 500 vehicles. And if we, you know, do it and jump it out, we're going to 
do it annually to continue to support. So the, uh, who should folks contact if they have some ideas about helping or they want to get involved? By all means, we appreciate it. If you reach out to uh, mywarriorwheels.com or, you know, I'm Jason White. You can find me <laughs> on there uh, on Facebook or, you know, I tell people my number is 352-789-5909. It's the cross the board. It's direct. I do that for crisis intervention. But uh, you got you call me. You get a hold of the foundation. There'll be fresh information up at the end of the week for the, all the registrations. But sponsors can email us or direct directly communicate. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a you know May's a great month uh, to to yeah. do a, a big party, right? Yeah, exactly on a huge yeah. field, right? Yeah, and uh, you you were telling me this is the first time that you've done anything on that big field. Oh, yeah. There was, it was a great opportunity to connect with them. We're finalizing our last details, but it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's between polo seasons, so, you know. Oh, it's a we, polo field. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. so I didn't know uh, polo season, they have, what, a winter and a summer season? Yeah, something okay. like that. Well, yeah. anyhow, let's, let's get everybody focused in on on helping out, I think that uh, it's really important work. You know, uh, Melden Law has been sponsoring veterans making a difference for the last four years here. Yeah, you were telling me about that. In, in Alachua County. And, uh, it's you know, I go out and meet with uh, the vets, and uh, a lot of times it's folks like you who are heading up organizations that are um, really doing things that are just amazing. We're up in... Um, uh, Columbia County, uh, the Lake City area. And this guy, uh, it put together this amazing, um, fishing tournament every year. I, and he had like three or 400, um, people going out for a great day of fishing and everything was volunteered, you know, the fishing boats and, uh, everything was done by, uh, volunteer work. And, uh, they had more demand than they, they could fill, um, another vet, uh, had active. another vet was, um, you know, doing food giveaways, uh, every oh, yeah. week. Wow. Uh, and you know, people were lined up, you know, up and down the street for the food giveaways. So I want to commend you for, you know, what you're doing because, um, as a vet, you, you understand the need and you're in a better position than, uh, anyone to really uh, talk with vets, I think, and explain to them uh, there's there's a way through this. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. And so I want to thank you very much, Jason White, um, the Warrior Wheels Foundation. Again, the website is mywarriorwheels.com. Mywarriorwheels.com. Don't forget it. Thank you, Jason. And uh, Melden Law is going to be involved and help you with uh, the big party in uh, yeah. May. So thank you very much for being on Melden Law thank and Friends. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. Semper Fi. Say goodbye to everybody. Have See you later. One.